Welcome to the Australian Christian Lobby's Voice for Values. Welcome to Voice for Values. I'm Martin Isles. There's an old song by Bob Dylan which perhaps resonates throughout Australia more than ever. It goes, mothers and fathers throughout the land, get out of the way of what you don't understand. Your sons and your daughters are beyond your command. The times, they are a changing. Maybe you're a parent, maybe you work in youth ministry, maybe you're somebody who has a lot to do with younger people and you find more and more that the ideas, the worldviews, the ideologies that young people carry uh, are changing and they are beyond your understanding. Perhaps you are a parent and you're concerned about the kinds of ideas that your children and your friends' children are exposed to at school uh, and increasingly university. It is true that the worldview in the culture around us is changing rapidly, and we all see that. In fact, as young people go to university, there are ideas that they face which may even threaten their faith or may gnaw away at their Christian worldview. Because of this, ACL has started a new program called GPS, so named because it is designed to help young people who are going to university to navigate the kinds of ideas and the cultural landscape that they can expect to encounter and to understand how to critically analyse and understand these things in light of a Christian worldview. I'm joined today on Voice for Values by the CEO of the Lachlan Macquarie Institute, which runs this program for ACL, Paul Henderson. Paul, welcome to the program. Ah, thank you. It's delightful to be here and it's good to be with you, Martin. Uh, same to you, Paul. Uh, the feeling's entirely mutual. Paul's a good friend. Paul, perhaps I've given something of the, uh, the rationale for, for why we started this program. Um, maybe you want to speak to that a little more as we go on. But could you also tell us uh, something about, sketch out something of the content? Yes, sure. Just to restate, if you didn't a moment ago, Martin, the course is one week. But during that week, we address the question, this secular age, or what some people call the secular age. And we come at that by asking, how did we get here? Not only that, but we also ask, if it is the case that we're here, what can we do about it? So it's not just a lament or a chest-beating exercise. It becomes, okay, if this is where we are today, what can we do about it as Christians so that we can engage with these ideas or these positions which we face at university or in the workplace? To your point, and to be a little more specific, the classic sort of week-long program like this has addressed the ideas which have flooded into popular culture and society from the philosophers or thinkers over the previous centuries. And certainly we do a little bit of that. We, we look at, for example, someone like Jeremy Bentham and the impact of utility or his um, utilitarianism on popular culture, how that sort of has, has meant that what we value is useful uh, and that may not be the best thing to place our values on. We also look at people like Immanuel Kant and his work in the late 1700s, which sort of promoted a real meism. It's often been called a period of a turning to the self. And that sort of stimulated some commentators call the desire for moral or intellectual autonomy. And it's very much the language of therapy, the language of, or should I say, therapeuticism, self-potentiation, where we carve our own way without reference to anyone, 
any institution or any set of particular values. So certainly we, we look at these sort of philosophers, we look at Nietzsche, and we look at other philosophers, Michael Foucault, Michael Foucault, uh, Jacques Derrida in the 20th century. But I think the point of difference with this particular week is we would say it's not simply because of ideas or philosophers, but actually it's much more complex than that in the sense of we are where we are today because of other things too. So we take time to look at leaders. Why is this important? Well, because leaders have often been, or the notion of strong leaders, great leaders, has often recently been debunked. Friends of mine in New Zealand would often say politics is downstream from culture. Now, well, that might be true in my own country, New Zealand. But if you look at somewhere like Singapore with Lee Kuan Yew, it's hard to argue that. So I think actually leadership also makes a critical difference in society. And might I add as a side advert that Lachlan Macquarie Institute is particularly interested in young women, men and women who are interested in that political space of leadership because we think it's vital in terms of uh, shaping civil society. But not only do we think in this week-long program that it's about leaders or ideas and philosophers, we also think events are significant. So we point to things like the Lisbon earthquake, which created a great sense of, well, where the heck is God in that particular period and generated a wave of atheism. Or we could look at something like World War I and the psychological impact trench warfare had upon returning servicemen to New Zealand and to Britain and to France and so forth. So we consider events. We think those are very important. And I suppose a couple of other things, which you may then want to interject, Martin, or ask me a few more questions. We also look at the impact of technology, whether it's the printing press in the 1450s, whether it's things in the Industrial Revolution, cars which sort of piggyback that Kantian sense of the turn to the self, where we can actually suddenly travel out of a community and do our own thing anywhere. It sort of mirrors or amplifies that sense of um, self-potentiation. Then you've got things like the pill in the 1960s, the internet, of course, and more recently, the advent of artificial intelligence. We think these also contribute to the huge changes that we're seeing in society. And during the week, we say, well, as Christians, how do we think about these things? So we come back to those great, if you want, theological truths, and we spend time in them and ask, how do we think biblically around this notion of philosophies and ideas, leaders, events, and technologies. And I, I should also say that there's been some particularly pernicious recent philosophers and ideas which we also address. Martin. So, Paul, um, what I'm hearing is that it's a program that really is designed to answer the question, why do we think the way we think today in yes. modern Australia? Yes. Uh, and in order to answer that question, there's this multifaceted analysis yes. of the philosophers that have affected yes. the, the, the evolution of that thinking, uh, the kinds of events that have taken place, which have caused people to change the way they think, uh, leadership figures that have done the same thing, and also technology changes, as you mentioned, which of course have had a had an enormous um, impact. Let's draw a line there and go to a break. And when we come back, I'd like to talk about what kind of impact that has on a young person doing this program. So we'll go to a break now and we'll be back shortly. Voice for Values at acl.org.au. Welcome back to Voice for Values. I'm here with 
Lachlan Macquarie Institute CEO Paul Henderson and we're discussing a new program that the Institute is running for ACL called GPS. It's a program designed to help young people who are off to university to navigate the kinds of ideas and worldviews that they will encounter and to critically analyse them from a Christian faith-based perspective. Paul's just been telling us about uh, the, the analysis that that program will do over the one week that it runs in order to give Christian young people an understanding of why we think the way we think in modern Australia, why the worldview around us and the culture around us is as it is. Paul, uh, we've gone through a number of the things that, uh, that have informed the development of our culture. Um, once you've gone through the explanation of all of that with, say, a young person who's come out of Year 12 and they are looking at going off to university, uh, could you describe the effect that that has on the way that that young person starts to think uh, critically about their environment? Yes, I'll, I'll start, and I may have misheard your question slightly, uh, Martin, but I'll start with a sort of negative appraisal of that, and then I'll also look at it positively in the sense that as we go through the week, we try and provide biblical and scriptural answers to those questions, or uh, we try to address uh, the impact of these things and uh, do that in a way that is going to equip as I say, the young men and, and women, so that when they go into uni or go into the workplace, they've actually got answers to meet the negative impact. I think one of the things we see straight out is this, particularly amongst the young scientists, is there's a real question of how does faith sit with science? And we, what we do is we, we have a, a stellar uh, group of speakers who come in. We've got uh, leading professors, we've got leading academics, um, we've got former intelligence officers, very high-profile public figures from uh, public office, from parliamentarians, and also from business. But, for example, going back to the how does faith fit with science, we bring in an astrophysicist, and he talks at magnificent depth and, great, and with great clarity is how it is the case that actually f uh, faith and science are not antithetical with one another, but they can fit very beautifully. And uh, faith in much sense in, in, in deepens the love of science, and science can indeed deepen your love for God. There are also other you know, things, impacts, which these negative philosophies have. So you, you have questions around, well, what is the hu human identity? What does it mean to be male or female? And those, I think, the, the insidious, as I mentioned, I used that term earlier, the, the insidious philosophies presently in culture are really attacking that question or asking that question, uh, what is it to be human? And in the, course, in the course around that is the whole issue of sexuality. Another way that I think, uh, the, certainly negatively, the idea's impact is, is with regard to the problem of evil. Um, it seems that many of the young men and women find this a huge, huge question. But in, in, in some sense, it's swept under the carpet. So again, we take the problem of evil incredibly seriously. I would argue more seriously than any other approach. We look at it biblically, and we, we again say, well, there are ways of thinking about the problem of evil, uh, which we think have greater depth and, and greater resonance and um, resolution than any other, uh, any other view on offer. And then, of course, there are a couple of other things um, relativism, and, and I think 
more recently, this whole lens or language of oppression, things are always seen in terms of victimhood, oppression, or deficit theory. And whether that's something like, in, you see that in education policy and other areas, we, we look at the people who have perhaps brought that in, the people like Antonio Gramsci or Theodore Adorno or Horkheimer or Althusser, and we look at these and we again say, how do we tackle these as Christians, these concepts, and why is it not good enough to stop with the language of oppression? We'd agree perhaps oppression is a bad thing, but we wouldn't look and uh, justify all of our actions uh, in terms of oppression. Uh, so those are some of the things um, that we look at. They're the impact, you could say, that or the negative philosophies have on, on people's minds, and we try and very powerfully push against those. So when they're encountered at university or in the workplace, um, the people coming are equipped to respond to them. So Paul, really a program that does a very in-depth analysis of uh, the worldview and the culture around us now, the kinds of things that young people can, will encounter when they go to university and they get into their careers, but not just an explanation of the ideas, but also an opportunity for them to learn how to respond yes. in a debating and argumentative sense, in an intellectual sense, yes. but also perhaps how to uh, some, some discussion of how to respond in a practical sense through their careers and through uh, the, 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 the things that they will go on to do next yes. uh, through university and so forth. Yes, and I should say that um, the sessions are not lectures. I mean, there's good content, but they're highly, highly interactive. So the people present constantly are asking questions and engaging in discussion and debate. Uh, so, Paul, it's a program for... Uh, people who, ideally people who have left school and are looking to study at university. And when is it going to be run and, and where is it? Yes, first of all, yes, it is a, a program for people who have just left school in their sort of last year pre-university. And as, as you said right at the very, very beginning, it's, it's like a GPS. It's a, something which helps them navigate through those early university and or workforce years. Uh, we're offering it twice because of the success of the program in January and we're going from the 10th to the 18th of July and the 22nd to the 29th of July. And the program is near Canberra, just out at Murrum Bateman, which is a very beautiful area. So those details again, the 10th to 18th of July and the 22nd to the 29th of July, uh, two programs a week each uh, modelled off of the success of the program that was run in January of this year. So if you are somebody in that category who is looking to go to university, has finished school, or if you're a parent or a friend of one of those people who would really like to understand how that they can navigate those years with a strong Christian faith-based worldview, for more details, go to lmi.org.au. Paul, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Martin. It's been great. And uh, to all the listeners, see you next time. Voice for Values from the Australian Christian Lobby at acl.org.au.